0: Hello everybody and Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? All right. I'm alright, thanks. What you been up to? <sighs> Work. <laughs> <laughs> Work, funny enough. Actually, like this whole week, mm-hmm. like I've been so busy um doing like so many things. Um I was actually editing some stuff. I shot last week yeah. um for a certain car brand. It was raining, so it's sh- Shooting, oh, yeah, you did shooting, say. Yeah, shooting in the rain with equipment is never. I can imagine. Great. Yeah, and yourself?
1: Oh, I'm good. Oh, I'm on leave, so I am making oh the most God. of my time.
0: <laughs> I am yearless. <your>
1: <laughs> I'm out here <ja> hiking, <laughs> having good times, meeting up with... Okay, wait. Meeting up with one person before people go, oh, my God. Exactly. You know those people,
0: that are but what about me, though? <laughs> no, you know? no.
1: I met up with a friend of mine, and we had a good time. Yeah. I really needed that because I didn't want to be chilling at home on this leave. So that's been good. But apart from that, I was working before leave. I yeah. was busy at work. There was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. sorting out like final touches to a campaign that's launching soon so Ooh, that's been nice. quite stressful so i needed this
0: issue yeah <laughs> a young snap there for you launching a- campaigns a- <laughs> <laughs> nice one so today we're here for episode three yes right?
1: and i'm excited for this one. Oh my
0: gosh and i don't think many people have watched this movie well mm. i would like to think not many people have watched it yeah so i think if you can listen to the podcast today You might want to do yourself a favor. First, go watch the movie, then come back and listen. Definitely. Or you can listen and, yeah, some spoilers ahead as well. Don't be
1: touched because we will be giving spoilers. And the fact that we didn't know about this and we were surprised. Facts.
0: And remember when we watched the trailer. Yeah. But anyway, the movie we're talking about actually is Riding with Sugar. Yay. Right. So it's basically, I'm going to read a very short synopsis here. Um, So it was written by Helena Springs Films. It's a Sunu, what's his name, Sunu? Sunu Gonera. It's a Sunu Gonera film, yes. So it's a coming-of-age, feel-good story about a young refugee's quest for BMX glory in the pursuit of identity, safety, happiness, and love. So, yeah, so I mean, maybe I can give a more broad description here. So it says, once a scholarship student with a great future, Joshua dreams of winning a BMX cycling championship as a means to find a better life but fate intervenes in the form of an accident that shatters his knee he is given shelter and a job by mambo who houses, who houses refugee teenagers from all over africa when joshua meets oliver a talented young dancer mixed of mixed race wow why can't i read from a well-to-do family um, it brings him into a world he has never known before her insides cast a shadow over Mambo's agenda and caused Joshua to rise above all odds and find a way to a brighter future.
1: Mm-hmm. Beautiful movie, guys. Right? And it was released in November 2020. Oh, yes. I'm actually surprised that I didn't know about this movie. If you guys knew about this movie, please let us know because yeah. I don't understand why it didn't get so much hype because I think it really deserved it.
0: So true. Because I'm trying to think, like, what was... Out at that time that not much hype was around this or people Mm, were watching
1: it? A lot came out because this was the 27th of November 2020. But the thing is, this is when all the Christmas movies were Ah, coming out on Netflix. And everyone was waiting for what Hollywood was giving us. That we didn't really focus on... This African story. African
0: story. Yeah, no, that's so true. Because I think when we watched the trailer, we were already like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Because I think anyone who's reading Riding with Sugar, when you read it the first time, you know, and you (laughs) see the trailer, you think, oh, my gosh, this is a BMX movie. I mean, mean a biker BMX uh, type of movie. And...
1: I think with me, when I saw that, because we saw the trailer and you see this guy in this BMX, and I would, like we actually mentioned this, that we thought maybe this is about a championship exactly. and whatnot. First thing that came to my mind was that movie, you kind know, of what's it, with B2K. Um, Flip, I forgot the name. Everyone knows this movie, not Stomp the Yard. What's the other one? With B2K. Yes. But Omari. Oh my gosh. And they dancing. You, oh, you, got, you served. got served. Yes. Yes. That's yes. the first thing that came yeah. to mind. Yeah. Because you know how like they all want to be champion yes. dancers. Yeah. It had that vibe for me and I was like, okay, are we gonna see this kid on his BMX the BMX, whole time? Yeah. But it was completely different from that because like you said, it's about a kid who's a refugee and you learn about how he came to South Africa and like his painful story. Yeah. And like, Sheesh, man. It's like a proper coming of age story. And that's what I enjoyed because we've seen this from an honest African perspective. We've Fact. seen this in Hollywood, we see this on Netflix a lot of yeah. the time with American and British um kids. Yeah. So it was really dope to see an honest reflection of what happens on the continent.
0: No facts. I think also with the director, I mean he said like basically this was just a true African story, like you're mm. saying. Like, you know, telling it to the world. Because I feel like sometimes we don't do justice to our stories, our true. African stories, you know. And I think with this one, for me, it felt like a good mix of Hollywood with like Africa in Mm. a sense. And I think even the themes that run through, like you know, exactly throughout the actual story.
1: Because with the now that you mentioned the themes, this is something that actually um, stuck out for me. So, this refugee shelter that he lives in, there's boys from all over the continent and we see bullying happening here because one we know we've all heard about stories that happen in boarding school how people get bullied so if you're from other sides of the world that could like um you could relate with that because we've all seen this in movies movies, boys bullying each other and whatnot but at the same time it's so deep because There's also xenophobia there. So the continent can relate to that. That's what I loved about the story. Regardless of where you are in the world, the the themes cater to different areas. No facts. That's what I enjoyed about it. And
0: I must say, like, I think the way they covered the xenophobia um, theme itself, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you kind of already understood. I mean, even from the opening scene, we see him riding in with his bike, yeah. you know, through the city and doing his things. And then he, he lands up at this shelter, mm-hmm. you know, cause then you see, like, oh, okay. So this man is, okay, clearly a refugee. Yeah. So he's in this camp and then, you know, the column, obviously the names, you know, And all of those things on the outside. And I think even the way they captured that in the flashbacks, you know. um, With
1: him home and dealing with all of that. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And I think, like, the way they did it was just so perfect because. I think the flashbacks build up at the same time as the actual movie.
1: Exactly true. Yeah.
0: So I I don't know. It it was just so interesting.
1: Which is so funny that you mentioned that because it took me back to the previous episode we did on Queen Sono. And how I was getting annoyed with the flashbacks. Yes. With here, there were quite a lot of flashbacks, but they were necessary for the story. Because as he grows and he develops um his character to yeah. go back to understand his relationship with his parents yeah. who died in by the way he's from Zimbabwe and Yes he's
0: from Zimbabwe yeah.
1: like so the reason he came to South Africa was because he's from a it's from he's from a township in Zimbabwe mm. and this was before they were liberated and we see everything that was happening in the township that was like burning like yeah. There was military. His parents got killed there. And that's how he came to South Africa. Africa, And we see his relationship with his dad and how he grows with his new caretaker. And we see, like, the comparisons
0: between the two. So that was quite interesting. Actually, yes. Like, even that. Because I remember, like, I, I felt like every time he saw a certain male uh, person he mm, saw his father. His dad, true. You know, like, it's like when the guy's holding up the newspaper, it's something else, mm-hmm. you know, in Zimbabwe that was reading it at that time. At that, that time, yes. So I think, like, with that theme, especially that, that you're talking about, like, how, you know, the reflections of his dad always coming up, it was so nice that it comes up in different people so that yeah. it almost feels like, you know, everybody here reminds him of his dad, like, some mm-hmm. of the certain traits and stuff like that. I think also another... I think theme that ran through in this was I think a process of like self-discovery. Or oh yes. like you know, identity mm-hmm. type of thing. And I think I started seeing it become more and more I think after he injured his knee. Oh yeah. We were hit by the car and then you know, like, yeah. And then Mambo took him in. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the part where they on the table, the oh, kids yes. and they introduce each other with the names and oh, everything. Yeah. I was like, that is so dope. Because I think already there, it was saying, okay, this boy is trying to understand himself who as well. he is, Like, true. who he is and stuff. Because, you know, obviously, he's lost his parents now. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I don't know. That was very interesting as well.
1: That is actually so true that you say that. Because I remember when I saw that scene. Okay, so I watched this twice. Yeah. I watched it the first time. And usually when I watch something the first time, I'm distracted. Yeah, yeah. And the Naturally. second time... <laughs> the second time, I actually sit down and pay attention. Yeah. And when they were there at the table introducing themselves it was so beautiful to me because i think a lot of the time we see refugees in coming into this country and in other developed developing countries yeah. and they lose their identities Identity, and yeah. all you see is refugee and here come these boys regardless of how young they are saying yeah. yo this is who i am and yeah. he also tries to figure that out Atena. i think we never give people who come this um, to our country, the room to explore who they are or mm. to be themselves in South Africa. So and true. I think that's also seen in the, okay. So in the beginning we see him working at a bar Yes. and there's a table that he's waiting and oh, at that table, yeah. there is, so it's a bunch of rich kids, Yeah. <laughs> by the way, they're all black Same, <laughs> we need to yo. put it out there, which is wild. So, um, black kids at a table and. One of them, this rich boy, he's like the alpha in he the is. squad. He he's rude to this guy yeah, who's their waiter, and like it's typical things you see where like you, it was a very like you could see the classism there, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because he throws the money at him and he's like, "Get me a drink." Get me a drink, yeah. And I don't know, man. For me in that moment, I was like, "Yo, this is how a lot of people treat people when they come in this country." You forget that these are people, people. who come from serious disadvantaged backgrounds that are traumatizing and you think you're better Be i don't better. care about your story you're here to serve me yeah that's there's a whole lot i can say about that the parallels between that and racism in this country especially yeah. but that's for another day <laughs> but yeah which which was like quite interesting for me but then in that scene we meet olivia yes so
0: entrance of Olivia. yeah
1: so joshua the main character obviously like we mentioned he is this refugee poor kid who lives in a home yeah. and it's a star-crossed love one of the themes is like star-crossed love course, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. for me i actually enjoyed that i was happy like a lot of the times we get we get given the story but yeah. then it's likable it's like it yeah. works yeah. and it did work for this yeah. um, movie so olivia is this girl from well she's friends with this douchebag who's a rich boy Dude, and yeah. we see her um, empathizing with him when he gets treated badly and yeah. how she calls her friend out yeah. and that's where their story starts starts yeah um, I loved Olivia's character there are some things that I'll mention later that mm. were just a bit too weird for me yeah. but I really enjoyed her from, I'm gonna be biased maybe because I really <laughs> like her as an actor um, Olivia is played by um, what's her name again? Simona Brown yes and for those of you who don't know Simona Brown was recently in Netflix's one of the biggest shows that we've seen recently behind her eyes behind she her eyes. is the main character And it was so good to see her playing a South African. Um, She had the British accent there and then. I
0: picked it up (laughs) as well. Because also I thought maybe the British accent comes from the mom. The mom. Because initially when we see her, we see her from afar going into the car. Yes. And then I thought, okay, maybe the mom is white. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. And we
1: get to meet the mom and it's quite interesting. But then um, her character... Man, I think we've seen this before. We've seen the poor boy who dates the white... Of wide, course. dates all the, well, no, the dates the white girl, wow. Who dates... Technically, <laughs> she's half-white. Who dates the rich girl. Yeah. And... um, Man, like, their roles are completely different. But then they find a way to persevere, to persevere and come yeah. together. So we know this story. But I really enjoyed it. Um, Olivia is a dancer.
0: Yes, yeah. No, she is a dancer, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's...
0: And it's crazy how... I don't know. For me, it's I kind of related to Olivia in a way because I think there was a scene where they at um, her house mm-hmm. and then, uh, she's with Joshua and with the dad there. So dad oh, yeah. played by Akino Motoso. So they're sitting there and then they mm-hmm. ask her, "Hey, so you know the degree? <laughs> what are you saying, girl? Home girl just her size and left." Yeah. You know, I think it's that story that most of us are familiar with. Yeah. We picking the odds as a black person. It's from africa no, no. it's a no-no mm-hmm. like you need to have a serious degree because you could see even from some of the shots that they gave us that they are very educated the mom and the, the dad, dad yeah because you know? i mean you saw the mom went to sheffield or something like that the dad also studied somewhere internationally mm. no cape town i think i think it was cape town but like yeah and then i was just like yeah no. know you see this part i can relate to with her because in a sense i was also in that position you know yeah. and i think with her character it just it talks to like another Another crowd of um, the rich kids mm-hmm. who who listen, they can study anything they want in the world, you know, but they decide no I, No, this I is for do me. This. Yeah. So I think like with Olivia's character, uh, oh, I enjoyed that so much. But I think also I enjoyed Joshua a lot. Same. And the reason I enjoyed Joshua is because it was very believable for me. Mm. He just felt so believable. And I think just his emotion, his I don't know, it's just everything about him. Like when he's hurt, you can feel this yeah, man is hurt. You are he's hurting so as well. so
1: good. <sighs> he is so, so good, man. And it's so wild for me that somebody who is this good, the entire cast, I can't fault people's acting here. And I enjoyed all of their acting. They were so believable, man. There were yeah. moments where I could go, where I was feeling those emotions with them. And it's so wild that a story that is so well rounded yeah. didn't get the publicity that. <sighs> The so previous sad. episode we did god
0: god yeah true i don't know why um mm. honestly it didn't get that publicity but i mean this movie anyway was a 2005 short yes. film initially like a that was that that um, as the director presented at, mm-hmm. uh, at Cannes. um so i and i was doing a bit of research and apparently john boyega played i think he played terence who in that short film, he was called Terence. Yes. So he essentially played Joshua in the mm-hmm. 2005 short, and I was like, hmm, I wonder why they didn't get John Boyega for, for like you know for this one now. Uh
1: John Boyega is a teenager.
0: Hey, listen, not Hollywood can do anything nowadays. You know what I mean?
1: But hey, John Boyega is big now. Do they have John Boyega money?
0: <laughs> listen, it's a Netflix budget. I mean, listen. The way it was shot anyway, like it looks like the, that was a good budget.
1: Yeah, it was. Oh, it was a really good budget. Okay, actually, let's mm-hmm. go to how well this thing was shot.
0: Oof. Listen, you know, like this director, mm-hmm. he has done like some good stuff. And if yes. I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, he was involved with um in the one source campaign Yes, with, with, with Kuli, Kuli Chan and all of those guys. And that looked spectacular you know what i mean Mm. it looked very nice and also guys i did not know that this director is some international hollywood type director
1: yeah so the director's name is sunu let me remember his
0: name
1: oh i'm so bad with names yes it's sunu Gonera. and um he is a zimbabwean well he was born in zimbabwe yeah Lived in South Africa for a while. I think that's what he said. I could be corrected. Yeah. And he's a director, producer, and a writer. And a writer, yeah. He's worked on some incredible things. So things like your, he's directed episodes of 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. I was actually quite shook. Dude! um, Snowfall. He did Madam Secretary. He did some commercials for Nike. Fish
0: Eagle. Yes. Eagle. And
1: then he also did the Absolute Commercial for with Kulichana, mm. which is quite interesting because, because I could see his style. Once I found out that he did the Absolute Commercial, I could see his style in yeah. Riding with Sugar.
0: I think, yeah, I think it's the, the similarity, color. For, yes. for me, it was the color. It's
1: the color and the smoke A- and for the sm- me. And yes. when I saw that, guys, you guys really need to see this movie, man. Yeah. Like, the smoke. Like, if you've seen... The Kooli Chana, um, the, the Absolute ad with yeah. the smoke and everything. I remember yeah. was it Absolute trying to make fun of it? No, it wasn't Absolute. It was I, Nando's. I'm not sure it was Nando's. But like, if you guys remember that ad with Kulichana Chana and there's, like smoke yes. and there's like a lot going on, but it's so beautiful. Now imagine all those shots in a movie, <laughs> and it's set in Cape Town in the townships of Cape, Cape, Town. Cape Town. And oh man, and it's like about this kid who's a BMXer and. You see him riding through Cape Town, even when like like there's like shots in Zimbabwe where he's on his bike and everything, and you see him riding like in the dusty street. street. And I was just like, this guy actually knew. I think there's a way he portrays Africa in his um his portrayal of Africa is consistent.
0: Yeah, no, like it is. It's it's very consistent, and I think he's a very important director that we have. Exactly, especially who is in Hollywood and who. I'm guessing and I'm hoping he's in the good books of Netflix, you know, mm-hmm. and he's going to give us more. Because, man, like, I think there was a scene where um, Joshua was riding, like, there in, in the city just before he got his accident. Oh, yes. Like, as you're saying, the smoke, for so, a moment, it, for, like, a little bit, it felt like a music video. Mm-hmm. I was like, shoot, I feel like, you know, a rapper's going to pop out of somewhere and just start spitting bars or something.
1: Yeah, and which is also funny because the fact that he he's not limited. Yeah. This guy writes, produces, directs, and within all of those, it's not for, like, specific things. He does commercials, he does music videos, he does movies. Yeah. For Africa, for
0: Hollywood. I think that's just amazing. Why do
1: we not hear about this man a lot? Like, okay, I've got my theories. Yeah. But... It's just so wild that his white counterparts get so much shine because, honestly speaking, we can compare him to a lot of um, white male directors mm. and film producers who've made it big overseas. Yeah. Because if you think of the people that he worked there's one movie, Pride, I don't know if you know it, yes, with I, I saw Terrence it. Howard, yeah. and it well, also I, had... I, watch I, I remember watching it long ago. I yeah. just don't remember what happens in it. But like he's worked with people like Bernie Mac and... He's been around. And like Bring Mac is like one of my faves.
0: So Listen when I to the saw the names. That, <laughs> Just drop the names. Exactly.
1: Girl. And like he doesn't get the love that all these other people do. And yeah. maybe, okay, he could not want to be in the spotlight, but then you don't have to be in the spotlight to be well known as a director. No, and true. yes, he's known for one source because like one when, when you mentioned well, like you've heard the name before, especially yeah. like around commercials and stuff. Yeah. But I just think that it's wild that someone this good is so...
0: Did... I, sh- I don't know. I, I can't give an ex- ex- explanation. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> even stuttering there. I can't <laughs> even give an explanation for that. Because, I don't know, man. For me, it's just the way he put everything together. Because mm. for me, it's like even the music itself. Yeah. Right? It- the music just made sense. It. There wasn't you know, so much, so much music... On every single thing, yeah. I enjoyed the quiet moments where there were no music. You could really take in, like you know, basically the work that was done by, Mm. like you know, the sound design and everything. And I'm a listen. I'm a nut for sound design. I listen to everything, like in movies, and like with this one, I think maybe there was one or two things where I was like, oh, okay,
1: what, what, what yeah, you you
0: know, there was, um, okay for the the ADR part of things was not a big thing because it was literally here and there because What's you ADR? know you know the 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 whole replacing automatic dialogue replacement yes, yes so mm-hmm. the replacing of um of production production sound cuz mm. it was not good like with this you felt like they used a lot of production sound and also if they did do ADR they did a very good job yeah. because you can't see it you can't hear it true and i think also once again it's the the sound i don't know the sound of the city and everything mm. it just felt real it felt very convincing yes um so like with that i was just so impressed i was like wow i'm like this guy actually i don't know he just went all out like with this cuz there was a scene where they were actually um by the beach mm. um he was busy training actually with um olivia olivia yes like normally with scenes like that you know um it's recording by the sea and normally you have a lot of gushing yeah you know of the of the sea and there's wind and all that like with this one also when they were going in between one person and another talking Mm -hmm. you didn't feel like there were cuts or or jump cuts in the in the audio so like sometimes you know let's say i'm talking to you right now in in a crowd and then i have to edit a certain part but put the other part together you can kind of hear almost the jump in the background sound Mm -hmm. in in a way so like with that i felt like you're okay they did this well it was not you know it was not too harsh in the ears true that is actually quite true so uh, like uh, yeah and also the cinematography was done by um rory grady yeah if i'm not mistaken and rory is a very well-known uh cinematographer and creative um here in south africa mm. and i think you know a lot of the a lot of the guys are familiar are familiar with him you know and a lot of the guys are talking about Ab- yes. and all those guys so in the ad space and i mean yeah oh, it was just absolutely beautiful. And even, oh my gosh, there's a, um, where was it? Actually, I actually wrote it down here. Yeah. So there's a scene yeah, mm-hmm. um, where they're transitioning from where Joshua walks with Mambo for the first time when they go to that uh, BMX arena. they oh, were just yes. playing. And then when they change to the next scene, literally almost everything cuts out. But the transition is the mm. sound of the bikes.
1: Oh, yes. Um,
0: the chain. it goes yeah. like, And everything just goes silent. And it's just the next scene. I was like, wow. I was like, that's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Like I love that. And there was also another part um, with the with the train, actually. If you watch this movie, you must listen to some of the sections where they by the train station, mm. right? They use the train as music and as a sound effect to transition. It was okay. crazy. Because I was watching it and then you hear, um, because you know when a train it, that's yes. They use it as if, like, it's anticipation, mm. you know, but but you're at a train station. So it almost feels like, is this a sound effect? Is this music? I was just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing. And I think for me, playing around with music like that and playing around with a sound design, not knowing what's what mm. makes a movie cut very beautiful and very natural you know because sometimes you don't want to just hear music fading out yeah you sure why you're watching a film for me it just sounds a bit ah okay this was a lazy move yeah but like with this one there was certain moments where i was like this is gold man this is really good and i think if all our other moves can get to that standard yeah i think there are some that are doing you know you know like that type of work like yeah. putting in that extra work and thinking you know for sound so i really really appreciate it we'll that. get there, and there with like, the time yeah,
1: I'd love to believe we will.
0: No, I think so we will. Mm. But but like, yeah, I think that's my little two cents about like, <laughs> I think the sound department side, I think they did an absolutely good job like with that because, wow.
1: Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Lovely, man. Okay, cool. So I just want to get into the characters and the different yes. relationships between the characters. So as we mentioned, Joshua is the main character, mm-hmm. refugee and BMXer. Yeah. Interesting person there. And then we've got Mambo, played Mambo. by Hakim Kai Kazim. Yeah, we he know him. He has he's been in a lot of listen. He's been in a, he's done a lot.
0: You, anyone watches this movie? If you don't know what Hakim looks like and you watch the movie, trust you, me, you will know. You
1: will know. He's been in so many African productions um, and Hollywood.
0: Yeah, so I, Man. I think this new movie is coming. in actually? Which I'm not sure, but like I remember. Um, I think I, I saw like a trailer and I and I was like, Ah, oh, this is that guy.
1: Yeah. You know
0: sometimes you just don't know these guys' names like off the bat like that.
1: True so, actually.
0: So like so like yeah, I wonder like but like yeah, um when I remember now I'll I'll actually tell you. Yeah. So
1: he's been in movies like your hotel Rwandas. He's been an X-Men, yes. um, half of the yellow sun. What else has he been in? He's been, in quite, he's been in quite a lot of things. And then he's also done a lot of South African movies and TV productions as well as Nigerian, he's a Nigerian actor. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he, we are introduced to him in the beginning when Um, Joshua works at the bar slash, um, restaurants at restaurant. And we see him sitting and he's got a book immediately. He, he realizes that Josh is Zimbabwean Zimbabwean, and he's also Zimbabwean. So they click there and they speak about being Zimbabwean. And like, it's just like this pride that they have. And that's where they, that's where we see the two characters meet and then Eventually, he becomes like a father to him because he does he helps him. So, um, when we re- when we're going through the synopsis, we mentioned that he was doing well in school. He was like on on the right track to be like a really successful person, mm. and his accident happened, and now he's rebuilding. Let me say this was before the accident happened. Yes, now yeah. he moves to South Africa, and there's a lot that he needs to learn. And after he meets up with Mambo, that's when he he's going home, and he gets into the accident Accident, he gets hit by a car and messes up his knee and mambo is there yeah so mambo is there to take care of him he teaches him because he realizes hey you've got potential and basically teaches him and wants him to do better in life and we see that father-son relationship develop yeah Yeah. but then it all changes
0: (laughs) mambo mambo mambo
1: knew it was actually going to change because they, I don't know how man yeah. there was just something I think maybe it's because he's always played a bad guy Bad guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know like he's going to do something I was just
1: like mm, he's about to do something
0: the first time I saw him
1: Yeah.
0: I, I thought he was gonna, just going to be one of those passing characters but then you realize no this guy is too big to yeah be no definitely character and obviously like with the book and stuff but I think with the way the turn of events happened mm-hmm. now, like I don't know. There was never... There was not really... Actually, I think the moment where I felt like I can't trust this guy now. Yeah. Is that part... The scene you spoke about earlier, about them introducing each other, doing those weird ooh, ooh things where they're going <laughs> out onto the table. Like, it's just... Even the scene, like, how it was led to so dark. I was, like, thinking, yo, oh, there's something mysterious about this man. It felt like he was running a cult. Yeah. And I think the twist for me... I was expecting to... One of the boys are going to get molested by him or something. I felt like... Because I don't that know
1: movie with Idris, it gave
0: exactly, you those vibes. Beast of No Yes, oh, That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking, this is gonna be another Beast of No Nation vibe. Where he's mm-hmm. actually, now that boy. you mention it, yeah. So I was just like, mm, okay, but uh, but I think the man himself, yeah. he is Mambo. He's a great, great actor. He is. I mean, that role he played it so well, and I think you. When you're supposed to believe that he's kind you you believe that he was kind kind. you you, you didn't even get like uh okay ah this guy is you know so and so but but like yeah i think for me he was a he was a good character no he
1: was for me um when you mentioned that you believe that he was kind... When he was tutoring Josh. Yes. And, like, just taking him through that. Ah, and just, like, the passionate... And, exactly. Because he was a professor, right? Yeah, yeah, In Zimbabwe. Yeah. And, like, you see the passion in him... And, like, just wanting to, like, better this kid's life. This life yeah. But then what happens is that now there are all these boys in this um what do we call it i don't it's, want to call it a refugee center it's like a mm, home
0: yeah it's a home it's a home it's a home i almost thought it was a hostel but like yeah it's a home it's
1: got host- like yeah the way they sleep yeah it's like a hostel. It's a,
0: yeah yeah okay,
1: home. in this home and like all these boys like they all love him they look up to him and he wants them to read so he's all about literature and getting mm. these people to be well read yeah but what they do is that they move books around <sighs> The city Your and books. Yeah they move books Around the city And we are The first time We see Joshua Actually moving books around A woman Walks up to him Well a woman That all the boys Are familiar with Yo, So yes, it was the first time yes. That Josh meets her I him. remember yeah And this woman Gives Josh her hundred bucks yeah. And I remember It was a hundred a note yeah, And I saw that <laughs> <laughs> And She takes two books From him And then Joshua comes back mumble loses yeah. it Yeah <gasps> He and loses she. it Wow, would you give away the books? No, 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 no! It becomes that's when I was just like, "What is with these books?" With these books? Okay, cool. So it gets really weird. Fast forward to a train um, station scene yes. where we see Mambo. Um, he's there with his goons. Yeah, I think
0: one of the boys. I think two of the boys did something. Yes. I can't remember what they did, but they did something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they did something and they pissed off Mambo. Yeah. So Mambo's there with his goons. He's getting his revenge, and Joshua's there. He sees all of this, and then one of the books gets opened up, and there's cocaine inside. True. And then I guess we only, we only clicked this that like just before we recorded yeah. that that's where the name comes from. Sugar writing <laughs> with, with sugar, sugar. <laughs> and. Um, so, uh, this whole time, they've been drug mules for this man. Mm. And Joshua realizes this. He's distraught because he's been looking up to this man. And we realize that mum was actually the villain. Yeah. And that was just wild.
0: Like, I won't lie. That twist, there. Mm. Like, at first, it didn't click for me. Like, when you're saying now about when he lost his mind. Because when he lost his mind, I thought, okay, maybe there's not enough books. Because mm. I didn't think okay, it's drugs or there's something suspicious. I just thought, okay, maybe it's just not enough books. So, and then when he comes back and then he opens it, rips it open and, and everything, I was just like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I thought this it was man. stolen
1: books. Because <laughs> they live in a library. And oh, I was like, yeah, yeah,
0: true. The home is a library. And it's a good way for him to disguise that mm-hmm. whole place, like, also. But But, like, yeah, when I saw that, I was just like, Okay, wow, this is an interesting turn because yeah. this was not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think like um, it's a, that's another, I think that's another theme or issue yeah. has been dealt with, you know. It's kind of this whole, um, the drug, mm. you know, the, the, I don't say the drug industry, but like how me, Kids are being taken advantage of, you Because yeah. I mean, we've heard stories about you know people singing the robots with a child. It's not their child. Yes, being we've rent- heard. Those. You know what I mean? Mm. It's those type. Of, it it almost just. I just thought about wow, damn, this is actually a real problem of stuff that's probably happening right now. We're not aware of. Yeah,
1: you know what? Um, for me, what rang rang so true was how we hear about, so well, not not we hear we know yes. their children in a lot of. African countries are used as child soldiers and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, And these kids come to South Africa running away from all these problems only to be treated the same way again. For me, that was just like... And I only, it it only clicked in the one... I think it was the second last scene. Yes. Where um, Josh is looking at Mambo and he looks at him and he's like, we matter. Like he's Oof, crying. Yeah. Like he's, sure. his eyes are teary. He's sweating. And he looks at... Mumbo and he's like we matter mm. and like the way he said it he kept he kept saying it a lot mm. that for me was just like we never like these african boys like black boys never get the chance to be children regardless yeah. of where you are Fact. there'll always be a way to use you in their Fact. countries they ran away from famine they ran away from wars and yeah. now they come to south africa and they be used as drug meals that for me was just like so painful like i i wanted to cry with joshua <laughs> in that scene because you know the way he said it man guys like it's in the I know it's like the 99th minute, because went <laughs> back the way he's like, we matter.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. And like even and then, he's not just saying to them, and he's even telling um Mambo, Mambo. that he matters too. Because mm. Mambo left Zimbabwe as a professor. Mm. And like, he's this man, he's well educated in South Africa. There's nothing for him. So he becomes a Dealer. drug dealer and yeah. he's like telling him you also matter. you don't have to like be this person, be this person yeah. but yeah man that was that and that was just like the relationship between them was just like so <sighs> painful man
0: it was very painful and I, I think also it's the chemistry was great as well mm. like, like between the two the two actors i felt like they were feeding each other as well exactly like, you know like the emotions and everything because yeah i don't know it was just great but also i think i like the fact that it didn't become a story where um, Joshua left the clique to start mm. selling drugs outside from yeah. another guy, you know, it's like it happened within. Cause I don't know. I felt like that story could have easily gone that way. Mm. Cause it could have gone where, okay, mom was still this good guy. Yeah. And then Joshua loses his way to, you know, to drugs, to somewhere else, somewhere mm. in the Cape flats or whatever. Yeah. Cause you know, it's in Cape town, you know? So it's, like, for me, I appreciated that that about the, the story, especially yes. uh, also with Mambo, is that we are given this guy who looks innocent. And let's be honest, a lot of times people who do this type of things, they come across as they come innocent, across as innocent mm. you know? So I think it's a very true story, like, um, when it comes to, I think, Mambo's character. And then what did you think of um, the chemistry between, um, what is it, Olivia... And Mambo himself. I mean not Mambo, Joshua. Joshua.
1: The chemistry between the two. In the beginning it took me a while to get used to it because yeah. I don't know. I maybe it's just me, but I felt like Olivia was a bit older than Joshua. Yeah, and I guess show. I guess it's because of where they are in like in well, li- not even in
0: life, like yeah.
1: their social standing.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So yeah.
1: Mumbo is from, like, he's a refugee and he's literally trying to just get by day by day. Olivia's got the world here and, like, she knows so much. She knows what she wants to become. And like she, and like with all of that, um, Joshua still trying to figure out who am I? What do I want to do besides BMXing? Now that my knee is messed up, who do I want to be? So that for me, you could see like the difference in maturity there, but then as they come together and they learn from each other, that was so beautiful because uh, Olivia, like we mentioned, she's from a rich family. She's Mm. mixed. And she's very sheltered. Yeah. And now she's dating this guy who is from, like, yeah, he comes from like a very rough background. background, But then she immerses herself into his world and he takes her back to the home and everything. And like, she's like very open to being around his space. And it's the same thing with him, Mm. especially like when he goes to her house. So, like, the first time, well, when she meets, when she takes him home and he meets her parents, they're at, at her home and, like, he's taken by this big house. Yeah. They're swimming. Yeah. And, like, I liked how they connected. They're so different, but they found a way to connect. And, connect, like, they yeah. help each other, like, grow because she's got her issues with her dad who won't let her be who she wants to be. Mm. And she wants to express herself in all types of ways. He's got these issues and they find a way to, like, grow together. Grow together. That was beautiful. And I like that... You see, that's another. He has another thing with Olivia's character. Usually, with the with that type of character who is the what's this? The love interest. Yeah. They didn't oversex. They didn't sexualize yeah. her at all. They yeah. didn't do that. She's. By the way, she's a very beautiful girl. Very very stunning. And I think they didn't try to overcompensate on anything. It's not what we're used to seeing in America. There were no sex scenes. Yeah. There was
0: actually. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, because there was a scene. Where they went, um, I think they went home, mm. went back to he, to Joshua's uh, shelter. Say, I thought for a mom, like, okay, we're going to get a, a sex scene or something yeah. going on. And there was nothing. Nothing. I was like, I, like, I'm not going to say I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> 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 no, no, I, I'm being honest. I'm yeah, being I'm honest. Because, I don't know, it just came across a, as that type of mm. story. Because sometimes, I don't know, in these movies, you feel like, okay, the sexual... Is what now you know brings like them like like they
1: build up to the same exactly scenes, yeah you
0: know and with this one you you are, you're just gonna be so disappointed if if you're like,
1: waiting for that yeah you, it's not gonna happen but with that being said their chemistry like like their chemistry was there you didn't need this
0: uh, exactly you
1: really didn't need this and like they don't even kiss.
0: Bruh, bruh, actually, They don't,
1: but like you see, like this they're so intimate.
0: But they were very close to kissing. Yes, I remember. And then that. Someone, and then the I think the mom walked in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember by the pool. Mm-hmm.
1: But like, also, like, I want to go back to her parents after this. Yeah. Um even in then, like, there's no sex, there's no kissing, but man, the chemistry between the two. It's crazy. Like, you feel it. And it's so I don't want to say natural because, Mm. obviously, that type of intimacy is also natural. But, like, if they had sex, they didn't, like, I'm pretty sure. Because, like, we see them going to the home together. So, something probably happened. happened, But they didn't want to build off of that. And they were like, we're going to leave you guys, like, your imaginations will make up whatever you want to make up. But at the same time, we're going to give you strong chemistry. We're going to give you... Intimacy beyond the physical, yeah, yeah, and I like that. And then you get her parents. The first time they meet Joshua, the dad is like, "Yo, man!" Like, so they were swimming. So oh, they he, <laughs> so Joshua's wearing the dad's like swim shorts. Dad is like not impressed with that, and he's like, "Yo, dude, cover up!" And he even covers up um, Olivia. Olivia, yeah, yeah. And I think in that moment, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, are we gonna see this story again?" Mm. Where rich girl brings home poor guy and dad doesn't want him and it's just a fight Mm. throughout. But then I like that it wasn't that way. Another spoiler here. So what happens is that the parents meet him. At first, obviously there's reservations because... Their parents and yeah. this
0: is a kid. I actually remember like there was that's I think that's the same scene where yeah. where he actually goes and changes and he hides and he overhears the oh, conversation. Overhears he the conversations, yes. Yeah.
1: So the conversation is between Olivia and her mom, and yeah. the mom's asking, like, yo, you need to go back to school. What's this dude doing? Yeah. Is he going to college? Is he in college? He's What's in college, happening? Yeah. And that like puts a lot of pressure on Joshua. Yeah. But even after that, he her parents were kind of accepting of him. They wanted to know more about, more about, him, about him. And mm the dad was still reluctant but then he still had conversations with joshua he wanted to know more about him and he was very warm
0: yeah no i think i um yeah i don't know i i I feel like like with the with the parents Mm. i don't know i felt like i wanted more to see actually like the real chemistry between you know between them two you know Mm. even if it's just one scene where it's literally Discussing one parent defending her, yeah, and then you know, and the, I just wanted just to see that, you know, that type mm. of chemistry. Because sometimes it looks like okay, we've got this actress; she's a mixed race. We mm. just get a black guy and a you know and, and, and a white, white woman. You know what I mean? So sometimes you want to see okay, actually, and like, what's this chemistry like between these two? Sure, you know, like what's going on? Mm. So I think for me that was just kind of what what was missing.
1: I also have something to say about the parents and their chemistry. Mm. Was it necessary to have her as mixed race? <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. And I'm not going to be ignorant and say, nah, because she's dark and the dad's also dark. We don't, like, genes okay, work. Yeah, DNA and... <laughs> works in like a different way. She could, it's very possible for her to look very black. Very black, yeah. And the mom be white. But for me, was like, is it necessary? Is it? And I don't know, man. I I, I guess this is just me coming from me and mm, who I
0: am. But it's a valid question yeah. you're asking. Um, I don't know. People can let us know about that. But I, I just, I just think it's just a Hollywood recipe, you know. Mm, Unfortunately.
1: One thing that, like, okay, fine in my mind when I thought about this, and I was like, maybe that could also explain her accent, but the yeah. mom doesn't have a British accent. Yes, so.
0: yes. And also, she said her name, um, what was it? No or something like that. I think uh, Olivia, she said in there, like, um, yeah, No Canyes. No yes. No actually. Because mm-hmm. I, I think they asked him, like, yo, so is Olivia a real name? Joshua asked him, like, and he's like no, it's No kainiso. So I was like, mm. hmm, okay, interesting. But yeah. then, I don't know, we didn't get an explanation from that. But I was like, okay, I guess it's just one of those. She yeah.
1: Because I was like, I, I, I was quite, I was put off by the fact that they had to do this. And I'm not saying, oh my gosh, we can't have interracial mm. love or anything. Mm. But we always see that he has a successful black man. And we know he's successful. Like you mentioned in the beginning yeah. that when you when Joshua walked into the house, we could see the parents' images, like their success yeah. is like showing through graduation images and yeah. just like the accolades that they've uh, accumulated, accumulated along the way yeah. so we know that this is like a, su- a successful com- um, yeah. family even their house they live in like a I gorgeous mean, house man. Geez, yeah. very modern beautiful house and i'm just like come on guys are we really going to give another black man a white wife <sighs> and then I don't know, man. It's just another tiring story. And guys, we've seen the interracial love, interracial love. Yeah, you you, you broke bound. Like you did, you did, you did your things. I mean, we love that. But no, then, fact. let's give black women their shine too. Because honestly speaking, a home girl was literally like her dad. She her looked d- like yeah. her
0: dad. Yeah, no, she did. Like a hundred percent.
1: Because if you told me that that was her stepmom, I would have believed it.
0: I would also believed it. Yeah. You see, another another thing. That's why I said I felt like we needed a bit more of the family so we can understand mm. a little bit more. Or maybe, I guess, it was not needed because yeah. the storyline was not even about them. Yeah, so, I think know, it
1: also would have dragged it if I we guess. got too many stories. But hey,
0: yeah, so we leave it
1: to the imagination, I guess.
0: No, true. And you know, there's just something I want to ask, right? Yeah. So it opens up and it's set in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I was thinking about it today. Are we not tired of seeing Cape Town all the time?
1: Hmm, brings me to something that I wanted to talk about. We finally see the real Cape Town. I was happy about that. Yeah, We saw Cape Town. Okay, cool. So I'm very, I know Cape Town very well. I Mm. lived there for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And there's this side that people forget about. Mm -hmm. And I was on the good side of Cape Town. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, I was one of the people that forgot about the other side of Cape Cape Town. Town, I I barely visited it. And... Now that I'm older and I'm a lot more aware of things that are happening around me, I'm just like, this side is always pushed aside. And we always see the beautiful part of Cape Town. They show us the beautiful side of the mountain. We never see what happens. Whereas with this one, ah, like they took us through the township. They took us through the Cape Flats. And you, when you see town, it's literally, um, CBD. Yeah. And then you get to Olivia's house. But even in Olivia's house, you only see her house. You don't see Cape Town like it is portrayed in so many things. That, for me, I enjoyed seeing because I was like... Thank you, Sunu, for giving us a real depiction of what what Cape Town looks like, for showing the inequalities within the city. Because every time someone, we've seen it, we see it with all these Hollywood movies. They come to Cape Town, they take you through your Camps Bay, Uh, they go through the promenade and all uh, these places. And you're like, oh, such a beautiful place. I want to come here. But we forget that there's this other side of Cape Town and that also
0: deserves a story. Facts. Because I wouldn't lie in it. When I saw that part of Cape Town, I was like, hey, this is Joburg. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, no, that's Cape Town. And then I and like, oh, it's Cape Town. Mm. But you see, for me, it's it, it comes again once to kind of location scouting, mm. which I feel like location scouting was good here because they decided, you know what? Hey, everything is there exactly. you know, on that side of Cape Town. Because I'm getting tired, man, of just seeing Cape Town for Cape Town, what it is. I want you to show me to a, a different place in Cape Town, so I can be like, yo, actually, I want to go to where they shot this place. I yeah. just want to see this for myself, and I think it, even beyond Cape Town, I mean, there was uh, these other places like, like how when we shoot in Joburg, like, scent is always the yeah, the, it's it, and unfortunately, I guess that is the only rich square mile that we have mm. um, in South Africa, but. I don't know. There's something about the location sometimes where the minute something is set in Cape Town, it's like, oh, oh my man, god, really? Mm. But I mean, I don't know. It depends on the genre, I guess, also. Because if you look at something like, um, what is this thing? Something about wolves. I forgot what it's called, man. Um, it's, it's, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Something about wolves. I forgot what it was. But then they shot in, in Cape Town, but like inside the mountains somewhere. Because they apparently even had to get permission or whatever to shoot oh, yeah. there. But anyway, I don't want to go too much into that. But... For me, it's that type of stuff. Like, guys, if we're going to shoot in Cape Town, take us to places we've never seen before. I know sometimes it may be dangerous Mm. because some places they don't go because, you know. know, But, like,
1: okay, I don't think that's an excuse for me because when you're shooting, you need clearance from the police. And you always have to have police presence around there. And... Hi guys. With the Netflix, what's that movie oh, with what's that movie with um Denzel Washington?
0: Oh, um it safe. Yes, safe. safe,
1: yeah. Guys, if Denzel is shooting in South Africa, we will get him tight security. Exactly. We know that if we want tight security, we can do it. So I don't do think it. it is an okay. issue. Fair and enough. now that you mentioned that like usually in Jo'burg you see Santon and whatnot, I think it's necessary to show that side because for a lot of the, for so long, I mentioned this in the first episode we did. Mm. For so long, Americans have had this idea of who we are. And not just Americans. Mm. I guess the world at large had this idea of who we are mm. as a continent. And it's time for us to stunt on them. Yeah. And be like, yo, we've also got this. But That's at the good, same yeah. time, let's not be deceiving and saying, oh, this is what um, South Africa looks like. Because like, we yeah. see it in um how to ruin christmas. christmas we see it in blood and water and a lot of other shows yeah. but then now they were like we're going to give you the real depiction of what
0: Ka- cape yeah, town cape is Venice. like for yeah
1: black people yeah and that i really enjoyed seeing and also man cape town's pr is amazing i won't lie to you you see when it comes to pr mm. they know how to make y'all think i hey. want to come when when you come to africa you want to go to cape town yeah. because it's a young kind of what do they compare it to is it la or miami
0: I think it's i think it's l is it la
1: it's it's la think, because durban like LA. they compare to miami oh word i know there was this thing that i was i can't remember though like Johannesburg is new york
0: because okay, yes, the concrete
1: yes. jungle yeah. and then durban is miami and cape town's la yeah. and they really do compare like your clifton's and your Camps Bay to that because mm. from what i've seen on tv and in images there's the similarities yeah but then we disregard so many people when we do that, and yeah. like now we get to see it, and it doesn't. And it wasn't poverty porn for me.
0: No, it wasn't
1: poverty porn. Oh, That's guys. what I was happy about.
0: Like, oh gosh, like yeah, I'm also I'm also happy. Like it wasn't like like that poverty porn. Like mm. you're saying, like it just like I say, it just shows a, a different part of Cape Town. Yeah, not know, I was like, mm, okay. I would
1: like. I lived in Cape Town for like so many years, and I didn't. I I, I haven't been to those parts. Like I've yeah. been to like Googlelet to just to yeah. see like Google it. <laughs> and like you drive past is a Kylie shop from the airport. Yeah, that's what I know. You know. But apart from that, I know where I lived, mm. and that was that.
0: Me, Cape Town. All I know is Vienna Waterfront. Mm. Uh what's that mall? Ka- it's not Carnival. Canal walk. <laughs> that's all I know, Cape Town. That's all I know, Shem.
1: And that's what they give you, man. When you go to Cape Town, that's what you want to see, cause yo, the PR was amazing. Yeah. But behind the mountain,
0: damn. Guraf. Guraf. But I th- crime
1: <laughs> after crime. It's inequality. It's poverty. But then, hey, that's a story for another, day. another day. But I enjoyed the fact that we saw the city this mm. way, cause I remember even when we saw the trailer, I was yeah. like, okay, cool, Cape Town. Let, let's see. Let's it's see. funny that they showed that the, um, what's this, the BMX. Yes. What's that place but the, 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 the.
0: It's like a, it's BMX arena, BMX yeah, what, skate park, skate park. Yes, whatever. I actually
1: used to live opposite that skate park. Oh wow! And
0: look at you, <laughs> look at you.
1: No, I used to live opposite that skate park, and when I saw that, I was like, "This is in the trailer." I was yeah. like, "Are they going to give us this kid running, um, riding through Long Street, all these places?" Mm. I really like in my mind. I thought this is how they're going to depict Cape Town,
0: yeah.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> I was just like, ah, guys are we really doing this? Because I remember at some point they were even showing like the bus station and I was like, oh, they're going to show us Cape Town's quote-unquote first um, world transportation Transportation. system. (laughs) I was like, shoot me in the face right now.
0: (laughs) I feel like you can shoot anything in Cape Town. You really can.
1: So many things are shot in Cape Town. Like a lot of movies are shot in Cape Town, even like international movies where you don't even know it's Cape Town.
0: Hey, I mean, that's so true because I think Kissing Booth was was shot there as well, right?
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) The high school was UTT.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and for, listen, for us who know, okay, yeah. we know it's UCT. For those who don't know, yeah. they don't know. So, yeah.
1: There's that other movie. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's set in... It's one of, like, you know those diver- diversions and all those movies? Oh, it's Like, yeah, on those vibes, yeah. on those Yes. those vibes. Yes. That was shot in Cape Town. And you know it's Cape Town because they have... At some point, they're moving around. But it's shot in the future. Mm. And I don't know, I think it's, like, the base... Okay. Where these people live or something. Yeah. It's the stadium in Greenpoint, the big one. The oh, one I think I know
0: what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I've seen it. Yes, yeah. It's one of, yes, it's yes. Even, I
1: think it's on Netflix. I think the movie's uh, either on Netflix or ShowMax.
0: Oh, and I'm trying to remember so hard. Issue. It's not. No, it's not Spectra.
1: Ah, uh, flip. So hold on. Is it given? Give? Gift? Giver? Something like it.
0: Okay. But like, I know what you talking about. I've yeah. watched it though. I've watched it. Yes. Yeah. And I even said to my girlfriend, like, hey, that's Greenpoint. Mm. Yes, yes. And Marino. that's how you
1: always see Cape Town. Like, they want the cute spaces. And you you see, they love Table Mountain. Mm. They love the beach. Yes. And by the beach, it's always, like, your Clifton's. And then they also love, what's this, um, UCT for schools or, oh. like, just, like, oh, naturally. the ambience of yeah. a rich, sophisticated. Because I think they use UCT as well in Blood and Water, if I'm not mistaken. I'm
0: not sure. the school. <laughs> parkhurst inspired by johannesburg parkhurst (laughs) but yeah but hey i think um riding with sugar Mm -hmm. i mean it was a good one yes i think like we're saying people should try and check it out definitely take a look at it
1: what did you not like about it
0: ah ah you know what i watched once Mm. there and let me just I, i was not that critical on looking on so many things but um what did i not like Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna be wrong. I know some people are gonna find something wrong with it. Mm. But I don't know, I really didn't find anything really wrong with it that much. Is it? I think except what I had said earlier about maybe knowing a bit more about the parents. Oh yeah. And I, I don't know, I feel like maybe certain characters we could have known just a bit more. Mm-hmm. Because like even actually actually with Mumble, cause, um I remember at the end, um this was actually I'm gonna quote quote from the end. Um I don't know if it was a voiceover or something. It says like we all have scars, which means scars tell a story. Mm. And oh, there was yeah, a part with, Yeah, there was a part where Mumbo is lying in bed and he's got like a scar here. And then I was like, okay, so clearly there's a story behind the scar mm. of what happened. I was like, damn, I wish you could take us back, you know, kind of
1: what the, happened Yeah,
0: there? Like, you know, what happened. I think also Mumbo, I would have wanted to have known a bit more about him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like almost like his backstory in Definitely, a sense. yeah, he, I think, yeah you know because he plays a critical role in the movie yeah he does. so i think i really wanted to also know you know about him but i think other than that hey man it's a good it's for me it was a good movie it's a good watch it's cute it's warm it's mm. fun so yeah i don't know you and you
1: there's one thing i didn't like in the movie and i guess it's subjective
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's the surrealism um surrealism Lord, almost got lost there a
0: surrealism <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: um the best example I can give was the market scene. Yes. There is a market scene one night. I think it was, yeah, one night um, what's Josh and Olivia in a market. And they walk in through the market and there's like vendors and everything. Oh, it's like a night market. And it's like, yeah. There's a lot happening. Okay. There's lights yes. going on. Olivia grabs an umbrella. Yeah.
0: And okay, I was
1: like, is she going to break into song? And I was like What's happening here Because the way she grabs it Like this is like a store It's a store Somebody is selling things Olivia just grabs A thingy An umbrella And she starts walking With it And even the way she takes it Like she starts twirling And I'm like But is this like a Mary Poppins Or something What the heck is going on here Uh, For me That It made me Like It was a bit cringe for me Because I don't know I've got this I think it irritates me. Yeah. Musicals irritate me.
0: Okay. Which wow. is so
1: funny cuz I grew up loving music <laughs> But like now they're that's so the annoying. that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And like I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's about to break into song. This is a <laughs> this is getting too much." So that for me was annoying. And I think the surrealism is always it's so prominent when Olivia's when the scene is about her mm. cuz there's a there's the dance thing that she has. So where yes. she's dancing. and oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Joshua comes late. Yeah. There's the smoke there. And then I think the smoke is like blue. Mm. And there's a lot happening. And I was just like, this reminds me of Aladdin. Like those, those little things were just so weird. Because I'm always expecting people to start singing. Like it had a very Bollywood vibe to Bollywood, it too. Yeah. Because like things are happening. People are moving. And they start trailing. And I'm like, wait, what is happening here? And I guess it serves its purpose and maybe if I watch it again I'll understand what it is but okay, for me yeah. it was really weird and like just like a lot of the things that happened man like it was just too they, was, they were too airy fairy yeah yeah and I was just like you're taking away from this from man this let's thing, stop it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: let's stop doing yeah, that yeah okay I think I think the part of the dancing actually was the part oh, also, yeah. also was also like I was cringing because also I was looking at her dancing. I was like,
1: exactly. That's another thing. Her dancing like, for me. I was like, oh, well, guys. Okay, let's just say she's a dancer. And then we don't see her dance.
0: Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm okay with that like
1: because there's a part i don't know what she did but like she reminded me of a bird and i was like (laughs) waiting for her to go (laughs) (laughs)
0: because
1: she's like flapping her hands and like it reminded me of birds and i was like what are we doing
0: (laughs) uh yeah no that was just weird and yeah
1: it was really weird but apart from that i don't think it takes away from how good the movie was and i definitely recommend people watching it i'd say watch it and if you do please let
0: us know what you think yeah no definitely because i think it's worth to watch. Yeah, I think the story itself as well, and also a great actor. Mm. You know, um, great cast. A great cast as well. So yeah, I think it's yeah worth watching.
1: Definitely. And then tell me, what
0: are you currently watching?
1: What am I watching? What am I watching? Uh, I'm so I never know what to say with this because really, I always have to go back and remember what. No, I'm not watching anything. I'm just watching a lot of YouTube right now.
0: A lot of YouTube. Yeah, mm. I'm watching what's trending on Twitter right now. What? Love Island.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my. Listen, I've watched all the Love Islands now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, UK. The yeah. original, the OG. <laughs> you know, the way it's done production proper. Ha, <laughs> huh, guys. L- let me just say that with this one. Yeah. I, South Africa, you dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. And, I mean, it it looked like something... I don't know. It's something that you would edit in first year. <laughs> That's what it looked like. It looked like a first year project mm. that you did, where you you knew nothing about editing, you knew nothing about um, music or mixing. Yeah. It was just terrible. Really. I think even even I mean the the, the ongoing thing was about the the whole cast. you know, oh, like yes. how there's you not know, lack of diversity and mm-hmm. all of that. So that kind of blew up in their face. Yeah, it did, hey. Eh? Because Lotto stuff pulled out as well.
1: <laughs> really? As a yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't think I've been following the story.
0: Yo yeah. uh, listen, it's it's one of those things where you love the show because you watch the international version, yes. original version. Now you want to see how they're gonna execute it here. How mm. you know what it's gonna look like. Oh man. And I think also it's just the lack of I don't know if it's I don't want to say it's a lack of understanding of the format of the show. Oh yeah. But at this more t- point in time, I feel like it is because there's literally no mystery in this. Because you know, like the way it works is that there'll be contestants that will come in now mm. here and there. You know what? You know. So with the UK one is the way they had it is you know everyone comes in they introduce them in the beginning of the first episode. Oh okay. Cool. Them, and there's like a whole screen. Ha, my name is blah, 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 blah. I work here and there. Mm. What, what, I'm twenty or whatever. So they had that, but you know. We didn't get strapped. So we don't know how old is this person? What does she do for a living? Yeah. Some people just start in the middle of a sentence, just start talking. <laughs> and then when they have to bring in new people, right? So the whole way it was done was that these people would normally like, you know, would not see their faces or anything. Oh, yeah. You just know there's a hunk coming in or there's a babe coming in. You know, that's I all just you know. I my eyes. <laughs> I could see how you rolled your eyes. <laughs> but, you know, that's how you always knew like, oh, Okay. It's going to be interesting now. There's going to be a bit of, you know, tension here. And I hear there's no tension. Like, there is no build to these guys coming in. But I think if you're a Love Island fan, Mm. like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I don't need to talk about this for too long because you can go into it and see.
1: Because, okay, while with Love Island, I remember when um, this podcast was still in concept phase. Yes. We were talking about the different shows that we'd like to feature and we spoke about love island Mm. and i started watching love island uk just to understand what's it what's about so um i don't watch reality tv for those of you who don't know (laughs) i struggle with it i critique it too much so it stresses me out so i choose not to watch it so (laughs) so this time i was like okay if you're gonna like focus on south africa at some point let's See what's happening in the UK. And I watched it, and it kind of reminded me of Jersey Shore in a way because I used to, know oh, I was about that yeah, show. It's like the, Shore, like yeah, the show Like the drama and everything. Yeah, 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 And I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna give South Africa a chance. And I remember, like, it was training one was it on Sunday. Everyone mm. was like, ready to watch this. Ah, uh, I saw the cast, and I was just like, you know what? I'm tired. Mm. I like, I'm tired of this conversation. I am so so sick of it. Mm. And ah. Uh, at this point, I genuinely believe, like, I, I tweeted something recently that someone was just saying, apparently, like, no, they were tweeting, uh, they mm. were sharing an article mm. about how Black Rage is a marketing tool.
0: Yes, I also saw like, that, yeah.
1: And I remember I was like, hmm, you know what, I haven't read this, mm. and I don't want to read this, but I agree that it is a marketing tool, yeah. and I'm just going to choose to believe this is what's happening, yeah. Yeah. Because... Guys, surely after the conversations that have been had in this country, around the world, we can't still be stupid to this. Because I, I don't even want to say ignorant. I'm just going to, I'm choosing to believe that this is stupidity. Yeah,
0: I know it and is. And it's, yeah.
1: I I, I didn't want to engage in this conversation. And if I do choose to watch it, I guess I'll watch it once twitter's done talking about it because i know at some point once i'm annoyed if you know me you know me i'm gonna be Mm. there ranting and i i'm tired of ranting on social media about About racial issues because like for me i lose my mind and then i'm in a depressive state and then (laughs) i need to get myself back out of there and i'm just like why am i getting mad if people aren't changing so i don't want to get into that and um i see this happening and i remember i saw this I think it was a teaser yeah. that they had for the new people coming into the house. Yes, yes. And it was black skin and I was like, oh my God, I let Duff D C by just adding one white person or even and As somebody who's not black or white.
0: Yeah. You see, I think that's the other thing for me. Mm. Someone who's not black or white. Mm. Give us like a young Asian, you know, mis- like mix it up. I mean, in the Australian, it's the Australian one. Mm. Yeah, they had a guy called Naz. Yeah. Indian guy. He looked handsome. Mm. He looked beautiful, man. Mm. As, as a man, he looked beautiful. Mm. And you know, unfortunately, he was just short. So, you know, <laughs> I know girls and short guys. No I, you know, yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's not like, I mean, it's not a thing. So, for me, it's, it's like that. I mean, here, guys, we've got so many people of so many races.
1: races. Exactly. I don't think there's any excuse because one thing, um, I watched the coconut Cal's reaction to this. Yes. So she's basically coming off from um the perspective of a white person. Yeah. And basically excusing why this is happening because she's like, Oh, we don't complain when there's date my family and S A B C and whatnot. And I I don't I haven't seen what white twitter has to say because that is just a mm. very depressing rabbit hole when you mm. see these fights at times because it's just like surely we can't be this ignorant to such but then anyway um i can already imagine like you can already hear this but like there's date my family there's SABC and whatnot and okay fine we can turn around and be like oh there's gag and all these shows that cater to white people yeah and we could fight that oh, everyone must have their own thing yeah. but then come on guys you know not what? with something that's this big
0: yeah like i don't know I sh-
1: and from what i've seen like besides the conversation you telling me that you've watched this before yeah like i know love island because of social media social and media. black twitter writes for love island guys black twitter writes for love island knowing very well because obviously if you're going to bring a show like Love island mm. to south africa you look at who watches it mm. and let's just be real black people watch this show yeah I learned about this show from black people, and I've got white friends, and I've hardly heard my white <laughs> friends. I've hardly heard my many white friends talk about yeah, yeah. Love Island. It's the my black friends. So if we're going to ignore them, yeah. don't come and tell me that there's Date My Family. I'm not going to tell you that there's been a lander, because guys, at some point, let's integrate. Yeah. I don't want to sound like Nelson Mandela right now, but like we've got no excuse. Come the fuck on. Yeah,
0: no, that's <laughs> too true, because it's just, it's it's a very, very... I don't know. It's a very heated conversation that's mm. going on, on on Twitter. And unfortunately, like I said, they've lost the sponsor, Lotto Star. They've pulled out because of this. But also my thing at the end of the day is because um, people are asking like, "How why isn't this thing shot already? Lotto Star knew. Because like, the show, the way it works is that people, the contestants arrive 24 hours mm. or a day before they actually start the actual show um so i think maybe obviously lotto star didn't know in this case like yo it's gonna be like this
1: yeah um we saw how tricks got into trouble because of tres uh lotto star was like nothing. exactly <laughs>
0: exactly so they were they were like i'm out so so yeah because like even now on catch up if you go on catch up the actual show is not there oh not my violent. god it's because it's just that bad
1: oh And like, it's so crazy. I think one thing that I'm grateful for is that it's not just people whiling about the diversity Mm. issue. Cause I can't remember, someone posted and posted like a little recording of, I don't know. They're asking someone what their love language is and they said it's French. And then (laughs) you could (laughs) hear. You can hear the cameraman laughing. Uh, And then there's a cameraman in the window that you see. I've seen those. I'm not even following this. I'm not following this topic. But like from what I've seen from my timeline, it's a mess. So we can't just be like, oh, black people are raging. Or people who are in diversity are raging. Like... The show is a mess And I'm so I personally am glad That Lotto Star Pulled out of this Because let people Lose their money yeah. Lose your bag And do shit that makes sense yeah. And I'm so sorry That I'm swearing I've been like, <laughs> My main thing was for the show I'm not gonna swear Because I swear so much But such things irritate me yeah, Let yeah. people lose their bags And give us good quality Because you can't tell me You guys were editing You we watch this And we're like Bru-
0: Bingo Bro Like
1: And ah The international traction Guys I'm so embarrassed I am so embarrassed.
0: Because I'm sure they just watched it thinking, you
1: I saw a um, two articles. I think it was the New York Times or the New York Post. And yeah. then I saw BBC's. And I was like, I mean, Pam you guys are embarrassing us. Imagine.
0: Yo, now nah, 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 I'm just saying, Mnet, a, such a big brand. Come on, guys.
1: Guys, stop flexing your racism. It will backfire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all I'm going to say is, all you need to do is look at the the way the bouquets are, are organized, mm. you know what I'm talking about.
1: Well you okay cool. I've watched I watched the first season of um The Bachelor of South Africa. Mm. In comparison to that, what what would you say? Comparing Love so, Islander, because I thought that was nonsense. An so
0: should, uh, comparing
1: The Bachelor's essay to Oh uh you know what
0: The Bachelor or Bachelorette mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, with those ones I think from a technical level it looks it looks good. It looks fine. You know, yeah it's okay. But I think Comparing the two, né? um I don't know. It, we still lack something in Definitely. both. Definitely. You know, in, in in both of them, we still lack something. Cause I mean, with the bachelorette, like, that's another one I'm busy watching. Mm. Is you know, people are saying, "Hey guys, can't they our men? <laughs> what's going on here?" You know, I think there's probably like two or one guy that people are feeling at yeah. the moment, like on the bachelorette. Because I mean. The first day it launched, we were like, Yo, is this the guys that we that we have? Mm. Like, hi bro, guys. this can't be. And funny enough, I've got a friend who's on it. Oh, really? So yeah, well, and I don't know if he's a friend, but like let me just say he's an ex-colleague. Oh, okay. Um, he was on it, and I was like, Oh I was
1: like, oh. Oh, when okay. you said friend, I was like, ooh, so is that someone from high school? Oh, oh. No, no, oh no,
0: no, 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 no. Trust <laughs> me, this is no one that you guys know. But it's and also another friend of mine had his actual friend is there. Yeah. Um, is, is on the show. So you know, I don't know. And the thing is, they get these guys from modeling agencies and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so I'm just thinking, how oh, guys, so they were not prettier guys in this.
1: They didn't try. I, guys, you see, if you want like pretty men,
0: mm-hmm.
1: go to like the modeling agencies in Cape Town. Issue. Because they, I don't know, like I feel like there's a pool there and then yeah. they just get them from there. Yeah. Because. I don't know, like, it was, that actually reminded me of the Mr. South Africa chat, because I don't know if you remember those guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, niggas, ah, those niggas. Yeah. Yo, their images look like mug It's my ah, boy, my me. boy. So, Yo. I'm just like, sometimes there's no excuse. Like, what are we doing? Like, are we... Like, because if you think about shows like The um, Bachelor and The yeah. Bachelorette, it's all about vanity. You've got to get the prettiest people.
0: True. Jeez. Yeah, but I don't know. Can't like, tell me
1: those people from, like, casting
0: ah. agents our. Ah, no. Uh, Listen, I've been to castings, and I've seen some guys who are like, yo, I know here, there's competition here. You know? So it's just... Yeah, I don't know. Like, for me, our reality shows, it's... I don't know. Especially if we're adapting from somewhere, they just lack something. Um, I just don't know what it is. Yeah. it just lacks something. Because I was also even saying, like, to someone I was talking to the other day, I was like, you know what? Even our reality shows that we make here, Mm. you know? I think Date My Family could be one of those shows where I can say... It was successfully adapted in africa Mm. i'm gonna say and i'm gonna say successfully in inverted commas, (laughs) you know because i mean i watched the nigerian version of it as well i haven't seen it but like yeah yeah so but you must check it out but like yeah it's yeah it's not bad
1: i think i was saying this to you some time ago that the one reality show we got right Mm. that you actually forget was an adaptation was um big brother yeah and that was because people were just living their lives Exactly. And we saw how Big Brother South Africa did well in the beginning. Yeah. Africa did well. Nigeria is doing well. Yeah, And it's because we are not going, okay, cool. You must be like, you see the contestant from there that you go. year. There you you go. must be like them.
0: Yeah. Because the people there were just natural. I mean, I would like to think Big Brother's unscripted. Mm. It's just literally everyone just go in and just, you know, do whatever whatever they need to do. So I think, yeah, I know that. That one was a good adaptation that we did yeah Yeah. for a moment you're right for a moment there you forgot that hey yeah no we actually adapted Mm. this thing from someone
1: there's another one that
0: just needs to die now idols yes i knew it (laughs) no don't (laughs) worry i know i'm listen (laughs) i'm tired of idols right now idols you just watch the auditions and then we're done
1: i don't even watch dude the last time i watched idols i think it was the year shekinah was not it Mm. and it was my matric year Mm. and even then the reason i watched it because like the contestants were like Young yeah, and yeah. I knew what they were doing. They were, like, quite good. They had, like, some dope people. So that's the only time I ever, that was oh, the last gosh. time I watched it. But then that's just another show that keeps dragging. And I feel like it just gets more ridiculous it as does. it goes. It because does.
0: Because my
1: family watches it. I know my mom watches it. And, like, I'll just, like, be around <sighs> when she's watching. And I'm just like, it's cringe. what's going on?
0: It's cringe. Like, even when Proverb tries to create these scenarios where this guy can't sing, they pull him out, he must go there, that side, go practice mm. so he can come back. He's gonna sing badly I've again, seen those. You know, like those, I'm just like... And then the things you look at that. I don't know, man. There's something about how the international or the Americans do it. There's just so much buzz around it. Mm. You know, I mean, for me, it's the same thing with our celebrity... Was it celebrity feud with Steve Harvey? Um, that was, yeah, whatever. It was just like, our fans look like fans. Like they were we really love you it's called winter crowd <laughs> bro dude no but but no but these are celebs mm. our celebs I'm oh i thought you meant celebs. like the people no our celebs i'm talking about guys who are on the podium like shoot i was like yeah no uh we are stars that i can i'm like yeah. Uh-uh. but like yeah i think that's it for for our reality show right yeah <laughs> that today. yeah know. but like yeah um and i guess do we end it here
1: yeah, let's end it here. Um, guys, remember to tell your friends about us yes. and leave some nice words or yes. rate us, all those cute things that people do. Let us know how you found the show. And yeah, man, tell us what you're watching. If yep. you want recommendations, let us know on Instagram. Oh, we're on Instagram. Yes. Um, Our handle is what we're watching ZA. Yep. Um, follow us. And yeah, let's just get going. Yeah. Thank you so much for this. And we will see you the next time we do this. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs>